0: Good morning and welcome to another Walking with Jesus through the Word, one chapter per day. We are here in Matthew chapter 3 today, and we are looking at the ministry of John the Baptist, as well as the baptism of Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the gift of your Word. Your Word is truth for you are truth and the source of all truth. Your word is good, for you are goodness itself and the truth of all and the source of all goodness. Your word is life. You alone have the words of life because you are the author of life. Write your word upon our hearts as we look to it together. May your spirit work in our hearts, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew chapter 3. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about the Jordan were going out to him, and they were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? For repentance, but one, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him, John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so for now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. That is Matthew chapter 3. John the Baptist, or we should say maybe John the Baptizer, because certainly he wasn't a member of the Baptist church, which is sometimes what we think of. But John the Baptizer, he was preaching in the Judean wilderness. He was preaching repentance and righteousness for the kingdom of god was at hand the kingdom of heaven as matthew puts it in his gospel was at hand and what 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 made the kingdom of heaven at hand is the fact that the king was coming where the king is there the kingdom is and john's baptism ministry was very much a ministry of preparation he saw that very clearly and he was very clear. He was not the Messiah. He was not the king. It was not his kingdom. He was very popular, though. He attracted large crowds. He was a, an interesting guy. I mean, he was out in the wilderness. He was wearing a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist. He's dressed like a prophet. In fact, he's dressed like the prophet Elijah. He comes in the spirit of Elijah to prepare the way for the Lord, and he eats locusts and wild honey locusts were used by God as an instrument of wrath and judgment and wild honey was a picture of God's blessing they were in the land flowing with milk and honey and I don't think it's a coincidence that that was his diet he ate the symbol of judgment and the symbol of blessing for when God's word comes into our lives it brings to us a crisis we will respond with faith and obedience and be blessed, or we will respond with hard-heartedness and rejection, and we will suffer judgment. Now, so many people were going out, Jerusalem, all Judea, they were all going out to be baptized in the River Jordan, confessing their sins. Again, it's a baptism of repentance and preparation of righteousness. And so Pharisees and Sadducees, they wanted to be where the crowds were. They wanted to be where the popular things were happening. They came out. But John wasn't fooled by them. He calls them a brood of vipers, literally offspring of snakes, serpents. Satan, the serpent, in the wilderness brought sin into the world. Jesus, in John chapter 8, would call these same people children of your father, the devil for you desire to do his will. That's basically what John is saying here. You're the offspring of serpents. Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? You see, they're not really coming to repent, but John still is gracious to them and says to them, bear fruit in keeping with repentance and don't presume. One of the dangerous things that can happen in covenant theology when there is a covenant people of God, which we've talked about before, is the way God deals with his people, through covenant but one of the dangers is that people will presume on the covenant and think because I'm part of the people of God therefore I'm automatically favored in this case because I'm a child of Abraham therefore God is going to be gracious to me but it, John says no God's able to raise up from these from these stones children for Abraham what matters is whether you repent and believe or not and then he tells them about the one coming after him the one who is mightier Than John, the one whose sandals John is not worthy to carry. John's baptizing with water for repentance and preparation, but the one coming will baptize with the Holy Spirit and fire, which of course happens on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. But also, he's thinking about the judgment that's been committed to Jesus when he will judge the world when he comes again. And so, he's giving this preparation call. And then very unexpectedly, Jesus himself shows up to be baptized. Now, John knows who he is. He recognizes him as being the one that the Spirit of God told him was going to come. And so he says to Jesus, I need to be baptized by you. Are you coming to me? And Jesus gives him, gives him this very peculiar answer. Let it be so for now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. What does that mean? Well, Jesus has to be anointed to be the messiah. Messiah means anointed one. That's what Christ means in Greek, the anointed one. And he has to be anointed in order to rightly enter into his office as messiah. John is a priest. He comes from a priestly line. His father Zechariah was a priest. That means he was a priest and he is therefore qualified to ordain, to anoint. And so he he baptizes Jesus not with a baptism of repentance But with a baptism of anointing and we see this confirmed by the Holy Spirit coming down out of heaven and resting on Jesus like a dove and this is one of my favorite pictures of the Trinity we believe in one God who exists eternally in three persons and we three we see the three persons of God at work here Jesus God the Son is being baptized God the Holy Spirit is descending On Jesus coming to rest on him and God the Father is speaking from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. And this way we can see that Father, Son, and Holy Spirit aren't three modes that God acts in or three states of being for God, but they are three persons. Three distinct persons who have a relationship with each other and yet are so intrinsically united that they are one God. One God three persons, the Trinity. It's a great picture here in Matthew chapter three. What's the lesson for us? The lesson for us is to hear the word of God when it comes into our lives, to respond with repentance and to look to Jesus for our righteousness and salvation. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Help us not to harden our hearts, to be callous. Help us not to presume That because we call ourselves Christians, or we go to church, or we grew up in a Christian family, that that somehow means we're okay with you. We need to hear your word. We need to heed your word. We need you to grant us the grace of repentance, and we need to actively trust in Jesus. We pray that you would do that work in our hearts, for you alone can do it. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me for Matthew chapter three here on day nine of our reading through the Bible, walking with Jesus through the word. Tomorrow's day 10, and we're going to be in Genesis chapter seven, picking up with Noah and the ark, and we're going to get some more covenant theology. So I hope you can be back with us tomorrow. Have a blessed day in the Lord.